Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Tom. Today, I meet an artist who is a caricature artist. Um, I always feel like I'm going to say that word wrong, so I over-enunciated. It's a caricature. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out because it felt weird. Um, his name is Scott, and he is actually a member of an organization of caricature artists. That See, now that I said it, you're going to notice that I'm doing it. Uh, and he, he's, I, I didn't know there was an organization for this. And I thought that was really cool. They still, in, since the whole pandemic and the shutdown and everything, they've taken to doing their group meetups online. And one of the things they've been using is they've been using Discord, which if you don't know what that is, we talk a little bit about what, uh, you know, the concept of it. And it's something that you probably heard of, but maybe didn't know about. And if you did know about it, well, then you're going, of course, I know what that is. Anyway, it's sort of online chat but it has video you can have servers where you set up to meet groups of people they do a thing where all of them meet up and they all have their video on and they just take turns sketching one another doing doing drawings of one another plus we talk about the concept of character art caricature art see i did it caricature art and just how it's different than you know how do you come up with sort of the method for drawing these people and he says to this day he's still learning how to do it and still finding new ways to advance. Plus, he also does drawings on uh, live drawing sessions on Twitch where he talks to people, chats, and he's also created his own line of emoticons, which are, you know, emoticons like on your phone when you do a smiley face or whatever. He draws his own custom ones for specifically for the chat room in there. He tells me about that. So a lot of fun stuff, a lot of interesting uh, things that I learned from the person that I'm talking to today. Plus, if you're hearing this podcast for the first time, don't forget to go to my website, TomRay'sWebsite.com, where you can see my daily comic journal that I do, where I just draw about things that happen to me each day. And I also sell pop culture and vintage items there to help support what I do when I'm not selling art. And uh, you can also sub subscribe to the podcast there or wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can subscribe. Anyway, enough with my pitch. Here is the episode of Tom Ray's Art Podcast starting right now. My name is Scott Hamilton. I'm a caricature artist and illustrator. Where am I talking to you from today? I'm in Massachusetts. Okay. In my basement. In your basement. <laughs> that was very specific where you were today. My uh, my work my work uh, computer is over there, and my art computer is right here. So I'm. I work out of my basement in both avenues. I used to do that. We used to have a house. Uh, I've since moved into a condo, which is just a big open space, which is nice at first. But I really do miss having the basement because I could just make such a mess down there. But yet all my stuff was where I wanted it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I try to convince my wife of that, but she doesn't uh, doesn't seem to believe it. Yeah. So you've been, uh, I know that you've been drawing for a really long time, but you also do, you're very involved in active in caricature art. So yes, yes. So how did you? I love character art. Okay, it's one of those things. Like, it's it's one of those things where you feel like, oh, I could probably do that, and it's not at all. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you actually decide to make the move to uh, caricature art? First of all, okay. Well, it's uh, it's a little a little bit of a story. That's great. So I, I used to sell <laughs> cards and comic books and action figures at comic book conventions, and this is back. 28 years ago. Okay. And I was in the, I was in the uh, hotel in Boston. I think it was the park Plaza. It was just two rooms and I was in a back corner. So no one could even see I was back there and I wasn't selling anything. Okay. So I decided to take out the paper and draw myself as Colossus from the X-Men. <laughs> okay. Just for fun. Right. Yeah. Never done it before. Figured I'd try it. And a little kid came over a couple minutes later and said, how much to draw me as Superman? And I said, uh, I don't know, five bucks. Uh-huh. And so he said, all right. So I had him stand there for a couple minutes, drew his face, drew him as Superman, and he left. And then a couple more minutes go by, and this older man comes over and says, how much did you draw me as Superman, too? That was my son. I uh -huh. said, bucks. So, and then I was drawing these things full color, 8.5 by 11, full color page for $5. And once I got that second drawing done, people started to see what I was doing, and then I had a line. Really? 
and the whole show, all I did was draw. I didn't sell anything. I just drew. Okay. So at the very end, that original older gentleman came over and said, how much for your th things on your table? I said, which one? He said, no, all of it. How much for all of it? And I quoted a price, and he gave me the money, and he said, you should be drawing at these things and not uh, not selling this stuff. And 28 years later, I'm still doing it. Wait, so he bought all of the artwork, or he bought all the comics? No, he bought the action figures and the cards and the comics. He bought every, all of my stock, just cleaned me out and said, you should be drawing at these things. And so I've been drawing caricatures ever since. Okay, first of all, that is completely the plot line of some 80s movie that right, you just did right. there. <laughs> I, was a, I was a teen in the 80s, so there you go. It's one of those things like, how are we going to save the comic book store? Let's go to the comic convention and sell comics. And then you start drawing. And then the rich person is like, I'm going to buy everything. And then you've saved it from like the mean mayor that's trying to shut you all down. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. And yeah, I've, so that's, that's well, how I started. And I've I've been to, so you're talking about those ones where uh, we have one in town here, and I still get the postcard that's still on. They refuse to buy a new printer; it's printed out on an index card on like, right. with like a bubble jet printer or whatever. You're one of those ones, the the matrix printer that does it. Right, right, the dot printer. Yeah, because they're because the and that's just the aesthetic of it. They're going what? It's perfectly fine, and I paid this much money for it back then. So why would I not use it if it still works? It's that right. and and then you go there and it's just tables of comics of them selling stuff it's not the it's not right. the uh comic-con sort of everybody's dressed up in their movie plots here it's right. literally just boxes of comics and you want it's them? not a comic convention it's just a comic book store with a lot of vendors yes and i've been to a few of those and they are they're they're unique and i right. i actually enjoy going to them because they're just oh yeah uh, but that's amazing that you so you why did you have all you were doing full color why did you have all of your equipment there just to I've, pass been drawing, the time? I've been drawing since i was seven years old so i i just bring i used to bring stuff with me to you know pass the time when nobody was at my table okay just how, for fun how did you start out i mean i when you started out drawing like what was the thing that sparked it what was the thing that made you go well i'm gonna try and do that uh, when I was seven, my dad brought home a Superman comic, mm -hmm. Action Comics, and it, uh, there was an ad inside with Superman flying with a peace sign. It was an ad for a poster. Okay. So I drew it. I copied it, and then I've been drawing ever since. I used to draw motorcycles and dune buggies for kids in, like, the first grade for a quarter. Uh -huh. You know, I used to like drawing vehicles, actually, back then. Now, I, now I'm no, no good at it. <laughs> I I never was either. Well, and the thing too, I mean, I started drawing around uh, this, like in maybe first grade, second grade. I did it to impress a girl that was in my class. So I learned how to draw Snoopy and I gave it to her. Yeah. The funny thing was, is drawing them and I didn't know anatomy. So there would be things you would draw on it that, you know, you saw on the person, but you didn't know why. And then looking back at that artwork, like my parents still had some. And there was like on Superman, you'd have like the feathered ribs that he had. Right. But right. I didn't know that those were ribs. I, so they were just kind of randomly placed on the body. <laughs> <laughs> ribs in your hips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, what? That's what muscles are, right? Um, yeah. But did you ever go to school for it? Did you ever end up studying? Uh, everything I do is self-taught. Okay. Yeah. Not even in high school. You didn't take. Well, I mean, in high school. Oh, no, I took art school in high school. But, uh, yeah. you know, that was that was an easy A. Right. Um, when I was a freshman in high school, my art teacher told me I'd never get anywhere drawing that stuff. That's always the superhero kind of stuff. <laughs> so I stopped drawing after that art class. I didn't take art the second year of high school. No way. I didn't put pencil, I didn't put pencil to paper. Uh, I was always picked on too, so I really just had no self confidence. Okay. Then I switched schools, moved to a different town, uh, wow. and I was you know six inches taller, and I'd been working out all summer, so I had abs and muscles and hair and. Uh, completely different guy, and I started art school, and I started the same thing. Uh -huh. Art class, drawing the superhero stuff, which was fine. And my teacher said, "That's really great, but let's have you try some other stuff as well." Mm -hmm. And got me into painting and sculpture and you know abstract design. And so, if it wasn't for that art teacher, I don't know that I'd still be drawing to this day. Well, and here's that second art teacher did it properly. I think the first right, one was, right. yeah, like I get, they, they go, of course, if every kid, it's just like joining when I was in band, every, you'd sign up and they'd go, okay, everybody pick an instrument you want to play and then play a sec, put a secondary instrument. And the reason they did that was because everybody chose drums. Right. Everybody wanted to be the drummer in high school band. And I realized, and I put, I just named something. I was like trumpet. 
was the second one. I just was like, I know that's an instrument. I didn't know anything about it. And I ended up getting trumpet and like the first five people got drums. And that's what that art teacher was doing is they were saying, yes, every kid in here is going to want to draw a comic book, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but there are other things in the world. And that's what the second one. Yeah. That's horrible that the first person did that. Why do teachers do that sometimes? Yes. Yeah, he, uh, he was a small town. He was uh, after, after that years later, he was just a bar fly. So I think he was, a bitter, those that can't do teach kind of guy. Right. And I played the trumpet in grade school, by the way. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I didn't want the drums first, though. I picked the trumpet. You did? Okay. Yeah, and we lived, we lived in a trailer park, so probably not the best choice for my family, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I hated pra- – I mean, regardless of where you were, it's – it, it projected it's yeah that mm. was a horrible thing to practice at home no matter where you were you could hear it outside it didn't matter and you knew people could hear it and it made you self-conscious about not being good at it right right oh man so when you started doing the painting and stuff like what kind of stuff did you paint i did a self-portrait in high school uh-huh. uh that was the one painting i did in her class but it took me forever right uh, and then a bunch of people a few weeks later said Hey, that's a great self-portrait you did. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't show anybody that artwork. My art teacher had put it in the in the art in the library. Oh wow! With a bunch of art from other people on an easel for all to see. Didn't say anything. I don't know so, if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> like, I didn't know you were an artist. I'm like, how do you know I'm one now? What? <laughs> right. And that was why. It giving you a push. I don't know. I kind of like that, and I kind of don't like. I get how that's, especially since it's a self-portrait. That's tough. Like, you, right, it's right. a drawing of yourself. I don't know where to go with that. I don't know what to say about that teacher. Like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? What did you think when it happened? I wasn't. I wasn't angry. I was just surprised that she didn't tell me. Okay. Once, once I, once I found out, I was fine with it. I mean, you know, my art works in the library, and people are saying it's good. That's great. Yeah, exactly. You do character art now. You're part of a character art organization, which, right? By the way, I'd like to know more about that. Yeah, the International Society of Caricature Artists. It has hundreds of members all over the world. Mm-hmm. And we have a yearly convention, which this year we had online. Uh, we used Discord, and we just sat in virtual rooms and drew each other on video. And uh, it was—I mean, once you get drawing and your head's down, you're concentrating anyway. So it was pretty much like a regular convention, except you know the bathroom was right there, and I could go upstairs and go to sleep. And I was done. <laughs> there was no you know? line, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, after high school, I went into the army for three years, active duty as a combat medic. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I drew a little bit, but I was kind of a lazy artist. Um, I'd start something and not finish it and start another thing and not finish it. And then, uh, one of the lieutenants asked me if I could draw his wife. So that was the first commissioned artwork I had done. And then when I got out of the army, you know, I, I worked different jobs and started drawing again. And then comic book conventions just kind of came up again. Uh, and my friend was selling stuff and wanted to ask if I wanted to go with him. And then, you know, you know, 26 years old, that's when I went uh, to draw. And after that, I just started bringing art supplies and a sign that says, you know, get drawn as, I mean, it was, those were those plastic like box frames that and I, you know, tape and drew out the sign by hand. It was horrible. Yeah. I picked, but people bought, paid for me to draw them as, as superheroes. And then all over the years, I just got more and more popular. And I, for years, I was the only one doing it. Okay. At least in on the East Coast, or uh, or you know Midwest. So um, now you know now a lot of people do it, and now I'm digital. So I, I bring a TV monitor and my iPad, and uh, the monitor faces the aisle, so they can see me drawing as they walk by. And yeah, that's that's actually a really good way to do it because uh, otherwise everybody has to stand behind you, and the people right. are watching you. What they're watching you draw, and the people that you're drawing have no idea what's going on, and they're looking like I'm, right, right, yeah. And plus, having my back to the aisle would be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, so it's better if I can look up at people and talk while I'm drawing. And uh, it it was very popular. People really didn't care that I wasn't drawing on paper. Yeah. Well. It, and you're able to send it to them. They just, sure, there you yeah. go. And they don't have to carry it around. They don't have to worry about losing it. Right, right. Huh. All right. Now, the actual specific caricature style, like how did you achieve that? Like that's tough. Like I 
started doing in grade school, I tried to do care. Like I said, you know, you, you start out and you're like, what I can do character art. I'll draw. And I would just draw a person with a big head and the person, it would just basically be a big head with a large mouth on it. And it didn't necessarily look like the person like right. making it look like the person is the tough part. How yeah, did you, I drew, I, I still have my very first caricatures that I drew and the heads were this big and the bodies were this big uh-huh. and it looked like the people, but it was very flat. Didn't have any dimension. It was just a flat drawing. Um, the resemblance was there, but, you know, back then I didn't know what I was doing. And I actually drew caricatures for a long time up until 2008, still not knowing what I was doing. I was getting paid. Uh-huh. I was doing at conventions and doing parties, but I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know there were other caricature artists until 2008. Oh. And then I got introduced to this organization and then found out there's hundreds. Um, and then when I saw their work at my first convention, I thought, I really need to start practicing more. Right. Uh, and my style developed. Um, I'm very. I was used to be very in my head when I would draw, so I would focus on the same eye for like 15 minutes, and erase it and redraw it and erase it and redraw it. Uh, and recently, actually in the past couple of months, I've gotten to where I've, I've. If I start to do that, I just erase everything and start over from scratch and just do loose shapes and lines, and it just works out so much better. Yeah. But my art's very used to be very meticulous. You know, clean lines and colors, and it looked like the people on there were it had dimension, but and the caricature was you know a little bit of caricature, it wasn't blown out. It was just a little bit of caricature. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, but just seeing all the artists again at this past convention, I thought you know I need to try some new stuff, and I had Procreate, which is an iPad app, and I know people have been using it, and I've had it for a year, and did three drawings on it and didn't like it. <laughs> Now it's all I use. It's the only it's the only software I use for uh, for caricature work now. What changed that made you decide to use it again, or after you um, used it, like what was different? So uh, at the end of the convention, I decided to draw one of the the attendees who happened to be a mentor of mine, and I drew him in Procreate. It wasn't horrible. So they have this thing called a caricature barbecue a couple times a week, where mm-hmm. people get together online and they draw each other just for fun. So I started using Procreate for that. And I was watching my mentor, the way he was doing things in his style, and I tried to emulate a little bit what he was doing. And then it just, in the last couple of months, it's just turned into my own style of caricature. Okay. It it really does help to see someone do it in the, in the same manner, like try to achieve the same thing. And yeah, like, cause they're, they know their way around it. And yeah, when you're trying to do it yourself, it's like, well, there's so many menu options or where's that thing. I don't know what I'll use the other app that I'm familiar with. Right. So I also decided to, you know, get unlazy and look at all the settings and find a Google video and sign up for a class on procreate and said, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to get any better if I just keep trying stuff and saying, ah, this is too hard. Right. So, so, I started doing it. I love it. And Procreate's the only thing I use and I'll keep using it. It's great software. Yeah. And that's a very good attitude to have completely. And it's hard because you know that you could be, you could be finishing things while you're learning this and it's hard to go, you know, I just spent right. an hour on this, but it's like, but in the long run, you could be doing more using the thing. Yeah. Right. Prior, prior to the convention because of COVID, I hadn't done any comic book conventions. So I basically hadn't drawn. Oh, from- I hadn't drawn anything for months. Uh-huh. I hadn't even picked up a pencil. Yeah. And I was gaming and doing all this other stuff and not drawing at all. Uh, and then after the convention, I've been drawing almost every day. That's awesome. Since, since, since mid-November. So this was that online one where you guys were all drawing each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah. So okay. after you know, after I did all of, them, all of my work, the work I put out for me was, I think, my some of my best work. Um, but now the stuff I'm doing, I think, is actually some of my best work. Huh. Uh, it's it's just I, I've evolved, I've learned, and luckily I'm a fast learner, so there wasn't a huge learning curve. And you're always learning as an artist, even as a caricature artist. You know, you're always trying to push things. So, you know, I may go a little bit more extreme in the future. Try that out too. Yeah. No, I think it's great that you're still learning and growing and accepting that, and not just going, "No, I know how to do it perfectly fine. Don't teach right, me something right. new." That's I. That's fantastic. And the other thing too is when you were saying that you. Um, you said your stuff was like your earlier drawings, looking at them, they were really flat. Like what was the breakthrough that made you realize that and actually achieve more, like get more out of it? Like what was the breakthrough in character drawing for you? So about 12 years ago, I was looking for a side gig 
and I and somebody messaged me and said, "Here's a caricature gig at Coco Key Water Park in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. where you draw caricatures on the weekends." Like, yeah, I think I could do that. So I went and interviewed, and uh, the guy that interviewed me, Tim Reed, who owns the company Caricature Inc. I N K, uh, had me draw one of the employees, and it was it was okay. But afterwards, he sat down with me. Goes, well, let's let's try this and try a little different this way and try this technique and do this, and completely made me rethink how I was drawing caricature. Okay. And it's because of Tim that you know I have now I've done state fairs with him and his group, and he's become a really good friend. And because of him, that also kicked off my need to try to get better at caricature, not just do it. That's handy that you were drawing somebody that had a background. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, I do like that the uh, the organization seems to be, or all of you seem to be uh, somewhat technologically inclined online to go to live drawing spaces. You have you mentioned you had Discord, which is not a common thing for people to know about. Right. Right. And, and it's getting it's getting more common. Yeah, it's getting there, but a lot of the time it's like. It, I know it's kind of like, is it a chat? Is it like, and how did, when you first use it, I mean, how do you guys use it? I'm curious how people use Discord. It, I know so, a lot of people have a channel, but like, what well, do you I've think? been using Discord for five years, so okay. I'm pretty well versed with it. But most of the time I would use it just to talk to my friends while I was gaming. I didn't really use the video chat. I just would get into a game and Discord be over here and we'd talk in that. Mm-hmm. But after the convention, you know, you can talk with video. You can just click the video button, and there you are. You can see everybody and talk to them. Um, and with this caricature, bar caricature barbecue thing, that's what we do. Um, but with live events, especially you said technical technologically, you have to be that way now. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't draw on a digital device for an online party, you're not going to have any gigs because nobody's doing anything live these days, or if they are, it's very few. Yeah. So yeah, so I've drawn you know drawn in Zoom rooms, drawn in Google Meet rooms, and again you see the person on the screen, you draw them on your digital device. I draw my iPad, and you just upload it to a Dropbox and give it off to the customer. How do you uh, set up the? I'm assuming you do multi-screen, or do you do the switch where you uh, one minute it's you, or do you only show the tablet? Like what's your what's your setup for it? Well, normally, so I have OBS, which is a broadcasting software, and what I do is I have it set up so that I have a window with me, mm -hmm. I have a background, and then I have a window with the drawing. I can just put my bra iPad right into OBS, okay. so it captures that window, so it's right there for them to see. Okay. And then I've got that over here, and over here I've got the meeting room, and I just pin the person and draw them, and then I can see over here and make sure they can see my drawing. Okay. Yeah, that's a nice setup. I, my main problem is I have a uh, I have a Galaxy Android tablet mm -hmm. that I use, and I cannot for the life of me get the thing to mirror on my. I don't. It's this is one of those things where like I start to look it up, and then after twenty minutes, it's like I could be doing other things, but but I can't get my tablet to show up in my OBS when I try to use it. I, I, I can do. I can help you with that after this. Ooh, that would be nice, actually. Yeah, okay, it's sweet. Not, it's not hard at all. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't, but you know, you start looking it up, and then everybody, you get, you don't get advice. You start getting people telling you you're doing it wrong, and then you don't yeah, do this. Not, it, I know yeah, yeah. it's. Anyway, okay. I'm like the good art teacher. I'm like the good art teacher. <laughs> there you go. I like that analogy. So the uh, now speaking of that as well, the other thing that you do is you have a very active uh, Twitch channel, and I would also like to say a good amount of people following you. So yeah, when, almost a thousand. Yeah, I know. And well, it's let's put it this way: I know very few people that have more than ten. So, <laughs> so you're doing good. Uh, yeah. So how how did you get started up on Twitch? And you said you gamed before, so I'm assuming it's from there. Yeah, well, uh, so I know people that stream, and I've actually been watching another artist for years who streams. And I thought, you know, I really need to do that. I need to, to draw online. And when I first started doing it, I've been doing it almost five years now. When I first started trying to do it six years ago, there's nothing on Twitch that says, here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. And at the time... I couldn't find a lot on Google, so I said, you know what, it's too hard, I'm not going to do it, you know, story of my life. <laughs> well, five years ago, um, I said, you know, I really need to just do it, like I did with the software of drawing. I, so I just didn't have to Google it, find out, and do it, and I did it, and then realized it's not that hard. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm a big goofball. So, you know, on my channel, I, you know, I sing, I dance around in my chair, make jokes while I'm drawing, interact with the, you know, the chat. So it's really fun. It's like hanging out with your friends mm -hmm. at work, but you're in your own house in your own, you know, comfy sweatpants and, you know, clogs. Mm -hmm. um, just, just having a good time. Well, and you even went as far as getting the green screen, which if people are watching the video, that's what's behind you right now. Yeah, this is a ceiling mounted green screen. So if I pull this down, it goes all up into the ceiling automatically. Oh, it's like a window blind. So it's out of sight, out of mind when I'm not streaming. Yeah. I like that. But yeah. I've got three monitors. I've got lights. I've got a microphone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got a whole setup. I figured if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it right. And do you commit to a schedule? I know that on Twitch, that's pretty important. Recently, I haven't. Um, I've been doing other things, especially with the, the pandemic, but I want to start getting back onto a regular schedule, probably Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. And uh, drawing in the evenings, you know, afternoon and evenings. Yeah. It, it, how active is the chat for you when you're doing these? It's pretty active. Yeah. yeah. When I've got people in there, they're, they're talking and um, making jokes along with me. It's, it's pretty fun. Oh, my, my, my chat's pretty, pretty, um, saucy <laughs> pretty cheeky pretty cheeky as the english would say they're a fun crowd oh uh, that's oh that's so great i'd love i'd love that that, that it, it's active like whenever i've done it and of course i mean I, i'll do it and go like oh i'm just gonna put it on there no announcement no anything and i just right. expect people to show up and like one person will show up and say something and i'll answer but they've already signed off you know right <laughs> <laughs> it's like they didn't yeah, even stick have, around you really have to be proactive and uh and promote yourself and every everything these days is a hustle you got to hustle because mm -hmm. everybody's doing it or everybody's doing something else you're trying to do so you have to make yourself stand out absolutely right and another thing i've noticed that you have on your about page on your twitch channel and i want to know more about this um you create emoticons i do how did you get started in that and what are you doing like i want to know how this process is is done so when i first started twitch i drew my own emotes uh-huh because because when you have Actually, I didn't start it because when you start Twitch, you don't get emotes when mm -hmm. you're an affiliate. Um, you just get your channel. But then they enable people to subscribe to your channel and give you bits, which are a penny each. So people donate a 1,000 bits. That's $10, mm -hmm. which happens often. Um, and then they, you get a little emote. So for your channel, they can use your emotes in your channel if they're subscribed, and they pop up in the chat. You, you know, I've got one that's like, yo, and I've got another one that's like, yay. Uh, so I started drawing them for myself, and then other people saw me doing it in my chat, and people I play games with, and said, "Hey, can you draw me some emotes?" And kind of snowballed from there, and now I do quite a bit of it. Oh my god, that's the same story as you starting out as a character artist. Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> kind of happens, you know. Um, I knew I drew, but then one night I was streaming emotes. I was drawing emotes on stream, mm -hmm. and said, "Hey, can you do those for me?" And you know, just yeah, there you go, and they snowballed, and now I do a lot of them. How does one go about turning these things into emotes and then like where do you put them? I guess I, I get that you can draw an emote, but how do you make them something that it pops into something that's used? Like where's where's the connection from drawing to it actually being an emote? Right. So what I do is I draw a square image and then I resize it. You have to have three different sizes for emotes. And then there's a place in Twitch um, under your, your dashboard that says affiliates. And you've got your emotes, and you can just upload your emotes. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I draw them, and then I size them appropriately so that all they have to do is select them and put them in. Okay. And do they? Do you assign names to them, like, or do yeah. people? Okay. So, so yeah. when they're searching, it's like, here's the. You said you did one before that was like yo, and you give that one the yo yeah, it's name. Like a, what it does is it takes the first six letters of your Twitch name, mm -hmm. and then you put whatever you want on the end. So oh, it's H A M I L T. Yeah. Y-E-A, or H-A-M-I-L-T, uh, hug. And But if, if they're subscribed to your channel, they can just click on the little emote thing in the bottom right uh -huh. and select it. I never do that. I type all my emotes by hand while I'm chatting. Because really? I, I'm, I'm a, another thing I learned from high school that I still do, I'm a touch typist. <sighs> so I never look at my keyboard ever. Uh, I just put my finger, like my fingers right now, I didn't even look away and my fingers, I just put them on the dots in the middle of the keyboard. Uh-huh. I need to type. Man, it's one thing I wish I would have done. I, I actually took typing in high school and I didn't even know where the room was. I never went to it. I got to <laughs> see. 
I got a C in the class. I don't know yeah, how. You never went. I never even showed up to the class once. And the funny thing was, is I because I was like, I'm an artist. I'm not going to need to know how to type. What am I going to work in an office? Little did I know, computers, idiot. Right. Right. Uh, anyway, and now with now with chatting and and texting, <laughs> typing is everything. You have to know how to type. I know. I wish I would have. Or how to not spell correctly. That's that's a younger person thing. That's true. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Now, have you ever made um, uh, emoticons or any for like stuff outside of Twitch before? Like, are, do you know the process of doing anything like that? Like getting your own or sticker set or anything like that? I've got, I've got, I've made stickers. Sure. Like here's a sticker. <laughs> that's my yeah emo right there. Okay. Nice. So that's actually a roll of stickers. I've made stickers of my artwork and modes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about using them outside of Twitch. Um, I'm sure I could create emotes. I mean, it's, you know, it's, Probably not that technologically difficult. Right. I wish I could do it on my phone. That'd be awesome. I, that's what I was wanting. I, I was actually hoping you'd be able to tell me. I'm like, you know, when I'm using my, my Google Messenger on, on Android, it, it has that thing where you can either just do the regular icons or it lets you do custom ones that you can download. And I was wondering if you knew how to do that. But I'm going to Google that after this and I'll I know, tell you. I kind of wanted to now. I've never actually thought of looking it up. I'm just like, I wonder how you would do that. Shoot. I need to. Uh, I need to uh, make phone emotes. There you go. I wrote it. <laughs> now it's a race to see who can figure it out first. <laughs> I'm sure that's kind of like an app store thing, probably. Or, where you just submit the app with your own emotes and you can add them to your phone. Oh, got me going on another project to put in the fire, right? I know another foot to put in the fire. <laughs> and uh, another thing I'd like to ask about too is. Now, subscriptions on Twitch, you had mentioned, because you're subscribers, you have a large amount, but subscribers are people who actually subscribe. It, there's there's follow in their subscribe on Twitch. Sure. So there's so there's three follow, there's three subscription layers. There's $5, there's $10, and there's $25 a month. Yeah. And you just pay that to, you get to use the emotes. You might get another bonus, like sometimes I'll do a sketch for people that subscribe, you know, free sketch. Um, but that's basically people watch your channel. Yeah. It's like, it's like a uh, personal Hulu. Yeah. Or it's even kind yeah. of, it, it's sort of to me like a built in Patreon model. Sure. Sure. You know, cause Except you don't, you don't have, you don't have to provide content other than being on the screen and drawing and having fun. Yeah. And you have to do good stuff that people want to watch, but yeah, it's, yes. you don't have to rack your brain thinking, Oh my God, what am I going to post on Patreon today? You know? That is the toughest thing for me is it's, I have a hard, I, I've never been able to do it because I have a hard time going, okay, well now I'm going to take the stuff that I do and only make it available here and kind of gate it. And I have a hard time doing that because I'm just so used to putting stuff out and how do I decide what gets priority and what doesn't. Right. It's too tough. And that's just me personally. Like that's too tough for me to, to sit down and figure out. I don't know why. I mean, other people who do it, they seem to have it figured out to me. And that's just one of the hardest things I had, but Twitch, that's the thing is subscribe. Isn't like, on YouTube where you subscribe. So it'll just give you alerts in your feed right, that stuff right, is happening. Right. Subscribe is like, you're actually paying to subscribe. Right. Here's some money. I like to watch you. Here's some money so I can keep watching you. Yeah. And I think that's brilliant. I, I don't understand why other platforms haven't tried to adapt that. I don't, I don't know why it, it, it seems, it seems strange that strange that, 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 that that's not built in. I don't know why I had such right. a hard time saying that sentence just then. I know <laughs> Uh, like I do something on my stream and I'm actually going to start doing it again probably next week. It's called Monday Night Mad Libs, Superhero Mad Libs. Okay, what's that? What I do is I draw a blank outline of a, a character in a pose and then I have a theme. And I'll have you give me a character or um, whatever the theme is and I take one part of that character and add it to the body. So by the time I'm done, I've got a, com uh, a composite character with parts from maybe 15 to 20 different characters combined together. Okay. And people say, well, how do you get all the colors to match up? And you know what? I don't even think about it. It just happens. My brain just does it. <sighs> That's not a good enough answer. <laughs> I don't think, well, this is green. I should put this here. I just do it. Uh -huh. I can't explain how I do it, but it's fun. And people seem to enjoy it. And that's definitely a good way to get direct interaction because you have to say something yeah. for me to draw. And then once I'm done, I finish it, and it's electronic, and if people want it, I can send it to them, and they can have a free electronic version of that. I've done a bunch of them. Yeah, they're on my. I have some on my Instagram. It's really, really fun. Okay, and I've been looking through there in, on your Instagram. It's 
it's hard for me to tell which ones are things like that because all of your artwork is very good. And, and now you're saying like right. you just did one off the top of your head and you, you didn't follow the color pattern or whatever. And it's like, well, if, if you scroll down in my, my pictures, you can see the characters that look kind of like a scarecrow character with all kinds of stuff just sticking out in different colors. Okay. You can, like, you can tell there's one, um, there's one with like juggernaut's head, but then he's got like a big tail coming out and you know, uh, it's it's obvious which ones are the Mad Libs. Okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take another look again uh, after this to try and see if I can figure it out. Because sure, uh, I don't know if I believe I, you. <laughs> I'll message you the links and then we okay. can go right to it. Gotcha. Now, when you when you first started out, you said that you had you had your markers and everything with you and you're drawing at the convention, and then mm-hmm. you've moved on. You've been using Procreate as well. Right. What would you say is the biggest difference between uh like blending colors or using markers like how how different is that from one to the other i can't undo on paper <laughs> yeah aside from that i mean like the I, color blending and all that stuff well too. that's what i'm saying is when okay. i'm blending with a color um and i if i do it wrong i can't pull that color back out and start again mm-hmm. whereas on the procreate and i'm still getting used to blending i'm still nowhere near where i need to be i can erase or add different, add more color, or smudge, or use a burn tool to do different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with the paper, you draw with the pencil, you call, you line it in with the marker, and you color with the markers. And once it's down, it's down. Yeah. Uh, so it gives me more freedom to be creative and try different things. Because I would try with marker, I'd do maybe three, maybe four colors mm-hmm. for tones. That and then I'd stop because otherwise I'd go forever trying to make it perfect. And with Procreate, I find I'm trying to use more colors and shading and light. And uh, it's just, it's a more involved process, which I actually love now. Yeah. When you do use markers, what kind do you use? Copic. C-O-P-I-C. Yep. That's all I use. I've got uh, right next to me, I got the huge 120 markers. I got more over there. I got refill bottles that have been just sitting there for months because I don't use them at conventions. (laughs) I didn't even know you could use refill bottles on them. Yeah, yeah. Copics, you can replace the nibs. You can refill the ink. Oh. So once you buy it, you don't have to buy any more. Okay. But I I only drew one picture on on paper this past year. Really? For a Christmas gift. That's it. One. What was it? It was a picture of a girl as uh, Batgirl. Oh. Little girl as Batgirl. Okay, so it was done on paper, but I would have rather drawn it on the iPad. I could have done more with it. Okay, but uh, yeah, that was it. And I was, you know, I'm drawing and doing this with my fingers, and realize I can't rotate it. It's the worst when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I've actually had so many. I didn't look like an idiot. (laughs) I've had so many conversations recently where people have been saying that, and it's I do it all the time too. I, I I rarely draw on paper. Sometimes I just do it. I don't know why I do it sometimes. Like. It's not, it used to be like, well, it's just quicker this way. It's now that I have a tablet, it's not quicker it's this not way quicker. anymore. No, it's not quicker <laughs> at all. It takes me longer on the iPad because I can do so much more that I keep trying different things. Oh man. Yeah. And I, now I actually always had a problem using the markers. I've never, I've never been able to wrap my head around them. Like if you're self-taught, like how did you figure it out? Did you just, you just sat there and kept messing with them until you, until it made sense or how did yep. you really? My, yep. uh, you know, I did it. With markers, with Procreate or painting, you normally go dark to light. But with markers, you go light to dark. Oh. You can't go dark to light because once it's dark, it's dark. You can't uh-huh. really make it lighter. You can't put like white on it or anything. Right. You mm-hmm. can put white out on it, but it's just going to look like a you know a splash of white for some odd reason that you put there. Right. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, you know I've, I've I took an art course uh, with another caricature artist that uh, that's that's a friend of mine and. Talked about blending colors and another one talked about light and shading and warm and cool grays and uh, yeah, you're just, and just playing with it, just doing it over and over and over again. I mean, I've drawn thousands of drawings in the past 28 years of um, with marker and you know trying different things. Yeah, I I like the fact that you uh, the type of art that you do actually has a catalog of artists that you seem to meet with a lot. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah. actually, kind of bounce. Yeah, and you bounce stuff off of each other. Like how? Do I? I don't. I can't think of any other art organizations that have this sort of 
thing that you're doing like the the you said the uh the barbecue thing what was it yeah, called again? we call it we call it a caricature barbecue nobody eats anything and there's no ribs right it's more like a gathering of people that a couple times a week there's actually we're having one today oh um, and anybody can come in and, and join and draw with the barbecue yeah it's not something you have to pay to do you just join us um but basically it's just a bunch of people on the screen who just draw each other for fun and then send each other the drawings when we're done yeah you send it uh, to each other. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you. What you do is you all put your social media in the chat, and then people just send you. I send a download link for Dropbox. I just upload it to Dropbox, and they can download it anytime they want. Huh? And you share it online, and other others, other artists see it, and they compliment you, and they like your stuff, and you do go back, and then it's this big network of just support. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's kind of like going into I would there's a name for it and I can't think of it now. Like it's not a drawing circle, but like just kind of going or am I thinking of like gaming where you go and you just kind of sit down at a table and it's like, "Hey, you want to play?" Okay, great. Like a LAN you're talking, you're thinking of a LAN party. Yeah. Yeah, where you go in and you all hook up to the same network and you all play on your computers. Yeah. Yeah, something I've like that. It, I've done that. Yeah, and that's kind of what it is. You kind of just sit down and you go, "Okay, we're going to pair up and draw each other now." And then those are the two that that work together in this. Right, in this, but this thing you you don't pair up. Oh, you, you don't. Just, no, you just pick who you want to draw and pin them or take a picture of it, and you just draw willy nilly whoever you want to draw. Oh. Sometimes I go into the barbecue and I'm not even drawing anybody in the room. I'm drawing on like a project or, you know, working on a uh, MO for a client or something. But it's just more of a camaraderie thing, hanging out. So who started this in the organization? Uh, how did it come about? Like, how long has it been going on? So the caricature barbecue was actually started by this artist, Kiko Yamada. And she actually started doing it in Google Meet. And she just came up with it on Instagram to bring a way to bring artists together and in the pandemic and just hang out and, you know, get a be able to draw together and just have some fun. Um, and, yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. I mean, there's a lot of people that do it. We've had up to 40 people in one room. Wow. Just all talking to each other and drawing each other and having a good time, yeah. Oh. And we have people from all over the world do this. We have a girl from Hong Kong that comes in. We have a guy from Belgium that joins us at the, you know, at the same time. Huh. People from China, you know, people from um, France, all over the world come in and join us on this thing. So it's a, it's, it's a worldwide event. Yeah, and the weirdest thing about people doing it worldwide is like the different time zones. So you probably yeah. have some people like joining you at like four in the morning, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or like with me at four o'clock now would be like ten or eleven at night in Belgium, right? So yeah, I'm drawn into the wee hours of the morning, but that's what artists do. They draw at all weird times. Exactly. That's actually a very valid point. <laughs> uh, but up until November, I really didn't wake up and think I got to draw something today. Mm-hmm. I have my full-time job, so which I love, but uh, you know, I'd wake up, have my coffee, come down and start working. And at the end of the day, I hop on for some gaming with some friends. And But now every morning I wake up and think, all right, I got to draw this, I got to draw that. Oh. So it, it's, been an, uh, it's been an epiphany. Okay. I like that it's been rekindled. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'm, I just turned 54, so for it to be rekindled when I was 53, that's, that's pretty cool too, I think. Exactly. And are you taking uh, commissions? Have you done any commission work at all? Or are you still yep. just kind of drawing for yourself? Okay. How are you finding commissions? Uh, commissions are easier actually, because hmm. they just tell me what they want and I do it electronically and send it to them and they can see immediately at the progress. You know, I don't have to do it on paper, take a picture, scan it, upload it, email it, have them email me back. I can just instant message them and say, Hey, here it is on my phone. Have a look. What do you think? <laughs> that is very true. How do they find you to to do these commissions? Well, they've got Instagram, they've got Facebook, I've got a website which is in development. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's the, it's mostly word of mouth. I don't do any advertising. Um, so people find me from other people's posts. Oh. Like I drew, I drew a famous uh, artist uh, just for fun because he posted a goofy picture, and I posted it and said, "Here's my picture of this guy." and People and he posted it as a profile picture and people and I was like, Oh, this is great and how can I get one? And I said, Well, you know, contact me and then I got three commissions out of that. Okay. So yeah. So you know, I I'm trying to spread myself out. I, I post my stuff in a lot of different areas. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook multiple groups. So, you know, and then people just contact me. And then between that and Twitch doing emotes and 
mm-hmm. no or other art. People ask for other art besides, you know, caricatures. So, yeah. Yeah. It's all word of mouth. It's actually very proactive, too. Like the doing, yeah, doing a drawing of someone and then sending it to them. I like that. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually kind of genius, yet so simple. Right. The other thing is with the iPad is I can go and sit on the couch upstairs and draw. Mm-hmm. And then still communicate with them digitally mm-hmm. and show them the progress as I draw. I don't have to grab my drawing board, grab my paper, grab my pencil and pens, grab my markers, go upstairs, find a good place to sit, put a TV tray up. Put the, you know, I don't have to do all of that. Just iPad, Apple Pencil, chair. Yeah. That's all I need. And are you saying that they're watching you draw it as you're doing it? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh, well, sometimes on Twitch, I'll do the commissions. I'll say, if you want to watch, I'm drawing your thing tonight and they can watch. Oh, okay. Um, but it's more I draw and then immediately save the image and text it to them or Discord message them or Facebook message them and say, here's what I've got. What do you think so far? Mm-hmm. You said you were making a new website. Are you going to have some sort of way for people to even try to contact you on there? Like, I guess I actually already do. Okay, you do. do. That was the first thing I made before anything was, was up. It's an email, phone number, and my here's how to order. Okay. But yeah, I've I've, uh, I've had a website for years and really did nothing with it. I uh, use it basically for email. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I've actually made a website that has content, and I got to add more and um, get the actual stuff that people can say. Hey, if I Google caricatures and this website comes up and I go, you can actually do stuff in the website. Okay. And- so that's another one of those. Now that I've been drawing for the past two months every day, and I'm really jazzed about it, I probably should do that with my website too. Yeah. Catch up with everything, make everything up to date and a lot lazy. Yeah. What are you using to build the new website? Uh, Wix.com. Okay. You are using Wix. Okay. They have their own tools. I just drag and drop. Exactly. Did you know yeah, that Wix cool. actually bought DeviantArt? Really? Yeah. That's, you can actually, if you, uh, not that this would make you change your website whatsoever. You're clearly working on it. But uh, the profiles in... Uh, DeviantArt now have the option to pay to have a website built and it's all through Wix. And it's, yeah, it's, it's an acquisition that happened like about a year ago. And I feel like nobody's mentioned it. It's, I feel like it's not commonly known, but if you actually go to DeviantArt now and uh, go to your profile, it's very different. It's, it's, it's really kind of, they've, they've definitely upgraded. So I used to be on DeviantArt. I haven't been on it in years. Neither have I <laughs> until I heard about this. Instagram is just so much easier. It really is. Um, even, you know, Twitter, not as much. Twitter's more, here's my opinion. What do you think of it? Oh, you don't like it. I don't like you. Right. That's what Twitter is to me. Yeah. But I've been posting artwork, and then when they see the artwork, they, they comment on it. Yeah. And, and I'm, was- also a, I'm also a cook, too. If you went on my Instagram, you see I have a lot of dishes on there as well. I did see that. For me, actually. that's art. That's art as well. Yeah. Artistic plating. So that's why it's, I went through my whole Instagram profile and deleted everything that wasn't cooking or drawing. <laughs> nice. You know, like I didn't you know, here's my cat sitting in the window. I got rid of that stuff. <laughs> uh, if I'm going to do that, I'll do it on Facebook. But Instagram is all business. Yeah. And I want to say that you must have been one of the early adapters to Twitter when you were using it uh, because your handle is tune. How did you get tune? Uh, well, I've got two. I've got Tunes and I've got Hamiltons. Oh, man. Well, I, I understand how Hamiltons wouldn't be taken, but you literally have the, a profile that's right. to, at Tune. I got Tunes. I don't know. When did Twitter start? Uh, I want to say mid 2000s. Yeah. So that I got it the first year it was out, got Tunes. Man. To be honest, I don't post anything on it. Yeah, I know. I probably I... should, but uh, then I got Hamiltons. And when I started drawing, uh, when I started drawing 28 years ago, I said, all right, what am I going to call my company? Mm-hmm. And I was going to call it caricatura with an A at the end. But then I looked on the internet and that's a Spanish word for caricature, I think. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamiltons. Hey, I draw cartoons, Hamiltons. So that was the only name I came up with after that. And then I drew my logo and I went, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> like you're one drawing I'm like yeah that's what i'll use for the rest of my career yeah and i actually just rebranded i'm starting a rebranding with a new logo which is also on instagram i saw that and it's got like a little caricature of me as the o's with the mm-hmm. glasses so yeah I'm, I'm trying to start fresh with a lot of stuff and make things new and not that i don't like my old logo but i really like my new logo and you even started rebranding your signature i saw 
what I do is I sign my sig my signature is Scott C. Hamilton. It's really long. It's not. I don't use it on paintings. I don't use it on art. Mm -hmm. It was just too long. I started doing Scott H., but then I realized it looked like Scoff. Mm. So yep. then I said, well, what can I do? Hey, Scott. And then 2000 hit. And I'm like, oh, Scott with a big O. And then I can do 200, add that on, make Scott, and then under the O is also a zero. Scott 2000. Oh. But every time I draw it, the thickness wouldn't be the same or it didn't come out the way I'm really picky about my signature. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to make a digital one, get it to where I like it, and then I'm just going to use that on all my digital art. Mm -hmm. And I sign my name Scott now. My name is Scott. Um, I don't need Hamilton or Hamiltons on it. Scott is good. Yeah, definitely. I realized <laughs> the other day that I, when I signed my signature, I used to do my full name. I realized, I don't know when it happened. I only write Tom now. <laughs> like I, Because it's so scribbly, it's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I like to sign my name. I really do. I like to sign my signature. It's a very nice signature. Uh -huh. It's perfect cursive. But I only do it on paper. If I sign it to the supermarket, I just go and push the button. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like, you know, spaghetti that got dropped on the floor. It doesn't look like Scott Hamilton. <laughs> but when I sign checks and I, you know, sign sign my name on a form, it's it's perfect signature. Yeah. But it's just too big for an art, you know, art piece. So now it's just real little signature, perfect. And I can put the year in it because 2000 is going to be there for a while. That's true. And I'm not going to be around at 2099, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm safe using it for the entire run of year 2000s. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then uh, one more thing I wanted to ask you, too. Uh, is there anything that you have coming up or any projects that you're working on that you'd like to mention or just uh, any, any uh, other things you'd like to add? I post the art on Instagram and Facebook often. As soon as I do it, it goes right up on social media. Right now, I'm drawing the morning show from Mix 1041 in Boston. Oh. I've been listening to them for years since they started. And so I said, you know, I drew them way back when at a children's hospital uh, telethon. And I said, I look at it now, I see a picture, I'm like, oh, that's not good at all. So I said, let me draw them again. But now they've got additional members. So I'm going to draw that, put the background in, and, you know, just give it to them as a gift. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. And then I'm, you know, I'm still working on this caricature resolution thing for January. Um, you draw the different person every day and in January with that day was that person's birthday. So, um, oh. on my Instagram, if you look, it'll say caricature resolution. Okay. Day one, day two. But the way I'm drawing now, it takes me a couple of hours at least to draw a caricature. Mm -hmm. And I just, I got behind, I injured my thumb cooking. Oh, I sliced it in a mandolin, so I couldn't draw for almost a week and a half. Oh no! So I got behind, and so, but I still want to finish it. So yeah. that's what I'm working on as well right now is I want to finish all 31, but in the style I draw now. Okay. I like the perseverance. You're, yeah, it's you had the injury, and yet you're going to power through. <laughs> right, that. right. But I'm going to make a poster out of it when I'm done. I, I'm thinking about oh. writing an actual drawing book, how to draw a book. Sweet. And then a lot of people have been saying you should write a cookbook. So that might be happening too. Wow, you're gonna have to tell me about when these things come out. I want to. I want to see these. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And then, if people wanted to check out your stuff, where do you suggest that they go? Instagram.com/slash/hamiltons. H-A-M-I-L-T-O-O-N-S. Gotcha. Well, I want to thank you so much for meeting with me today. I'm so oh, glad I got to talk. Time. To you. I appreciate. It. I appreciate the conversation. It was great. 